The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, and I'm your host, and I am so glad that you're joining us today because we have a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and that is understanding your uh, target market and your ideal customer avatar. So today on the agenda is we'll take a look at how to define and identify your target audience and why it's so important to do that for uh, your marketing efforts and also how to build an ideal customer avatar. So let's get started. Uh, When I was putting this uh, topic together, uh, my working title for this episode was Marketing to Your Ideal Customer. Everybody and anybody will get you no one and nobody. And if you were with us last week, I was talking about this and the fact that one of the things that I do with new clients is I uh, talk to them about who their target market is. And after I ask that question and get the deer in the headlights look because they haven't really considered that in the past, uh, I get some really interesting responses. And my top two favorite responses are anyone with skin and anyone who breathes. And if and after you get a little chuckle over that, if you really think about it, when you, when you say something along the lines of, oh, my audience is anyone with skin, nobody really comes to mind. You uh, need to really hone in on who your target market is so that when you talk about them and when you talk directly to them, uh, there is a picture forming in their mind of who uh, they know that has those problems or who they know that might have a similar problem. So you really need to hone in on that uh, market. And this is why it matters. Um, depending on how well you define your customer uh market will determine how effective and expensive your marketing efforts are. So if you are targeting a a general large market like anyone and everybody, uh, it's hard to put together a very specific uh, message for that audience. And because of that, it's going to take you a long time for your, your message to come across to the right audience. And not only is it going to take a lot of time and effort, but it's also going to take a lot of money because you're putting it into Facebook ads, you're putting it into flyers and brochures and a lot of other efforts, and it's all going to be wasted. So what you need to do is you need to focus your efforts and you need to craft that content to that specific audience using things like the right tone, uh, the right language, uh, hitting on their specific needs, wants, and challenges, and just making sure that you're talking specifically to them. 
So what I want to do is I want to start way back many years ago when uh, advertising was king. And what they did was they had a, had a, a captive audience because you couldn't DVR anything. You couldn't fast forward through anything. And they could tell you everything that they wanted and they could just sell, sell, sell at you. And they didn't really have to define their audience very well. Uh, and if they were able to do that, those marketing and advertising companies were doing that today, what they would get is you would get is they would be yelling and screaming at you what their message is. But you would be acting as if uh, you were a Peanuts character listening to the Peanuts teacher and all you would hear is the womp, 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 womp. So uh, what we need to do today is we need to look at our audiences in a different way. And the whole point of marketing today is to build those relationships so that your customers and your potential customers can know, like, and trust you. And the best way that they can do that is to... Um, understand exactly who they are and uh, look at your product and service through their eyes and walk a mile in their shoes. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, if you were with us last week, I talked about several different uh, ways that small businesses market themselves if they don't have a marketing plan. And uh, a lot of those problems that they run into have to do with the fact that they have not correctly targeted their market. We had talked about the spray and pray method where um, you have your message, you've put together a really general message because you want to get to as many people as you want and you send it out to the entire universe and you wonder why your phone isn't ringing or you're not getting any responses. And it's because your message didn't resonate with anybody because it was too general of a message. And then the other method that we talked about um, was the ready, fire, aim message uh, where you have done a little bit of your research and you've honed in on your your topic and you're really sure that your message is correct. So our example was uh, you were announcing surfing lessons and you would put together your announcement and your flyer and you were getting ready to send it out to your audience. But instead of going to the millennial crowd that you were uh, hoping to get it to, it went to the senior uh, community down the street and all of a sudden you're starting to get calls for geriatric surfing lessons and that is not your cup of tea so you've kind of missed your target marketing there as well and you've um, spent money on it at that you've basically wasted so it when you don't understand your ideal customer as I said you're going to spend a lot of money without the return and you're really not going to know what happened because you didn't have those parameters in place before you started you may create uh, really great sales funnels, uh, brochures, and uh, uh, Facebook ads and whatever other marketing materials that you have, but they're attracting the wrong people, just like the geriatric uh, surfing lessons. And you're creating content that doesn't talk specifically to your ideal customer. And in fact, because of that, you may actually be driving your ideal customer away from your message and you're going to lose time and, and money and effort. So, and that's really the bottom line is that you're wasting your time, money and energy on your marketing if you don't have the right target market. So the definition of a target market is identifying 
the specific characteristics of the people or businesses you believe are most likely to buy your product or service. And the big idea here is your ideal customer allows you to craft your marketing message to appeal to a specific someone rather than a generic everyone. And that's really important. So when I talk to my customers and and my potential clients, we do really start with everyone uh, because that's generally the answer that I get when I ask who their target market is. And what I do is I hone down through questioning them to the point where they end up with a certain someone. And that certain someone is someone that they could sit across from at a Starbucks and talk to them about their likes and dislikes what their challenges are, what uh, needs they have, and uh, what they need from me to solve their problems and simplify their life. So that's really where we're going to go um, over the course of the next couple of minutes. So when you want to know your customer, if you're talking about a consumer-based product or service, things that you want to consider, and we'll go into a little more detail shortly, are things like age, income, uh, what's their profession, what's their job, Um, are they married or single, do they have kids, do they rent or own their home, what kinds of hobbies do they have, do they go on vacation, where do they go, and also consider what are their concerns and challenges. Now, if your product or service is um, related to uh, business, what you need to know are some of the same types of Uh, statistics and demographics. You need to know what their business is, what uh, revenue and sales they may have, their industry, the number of employees, their location. And in both cases, uh, location may be important. Um, is, Is your product or service available nationally? Is it internationally? Does it appeal to every... Um, anyone in who fits that location, um, is it just local? You need to make sure that you know what the, the location is. And also business for business is uh, what associations are they involved in? Are they involved in like the Chamber of Commerce or some of the national business associations? And again, you want to uh, take a look at what their concerns and challenges are um, because that's going to be a real big issue when you go to talk about how your products and services overcome those challenges and those concerns. So there's a couple of things that I want you to consider as we go through this exercise. The first is I want you to put aside the urge to say, I know my audience. This is really important, especially if you've been in business for quite a while. Uh, A lot of people say, well, I know who my target market is. Chances are you know a lot about them but you don't know everything. So you really want to make sure that you keep an open mind and and are ready to learn a little bit more about your audience. The second is you need to put aside your fear of leaving anyone out. This is one of those topics that uh, I get uh, pushed back on a lot, um, especially with newer businesses. They say, well, I don't, I don't want to narrow it down so far that I don't have enough people in my target market. Well, you ha- here's an example of how that will work. For example, if you have uh, skin, if you're selling skincare products or something like that, and you say my audience is anyone with skin, 
um, you're not really going to get anybody listening to you. But if you say that your product is uh, for teenagers who have acne, you're going to start talking directly to that audience, but others are going to be listening. So they may not have acne or have a teenager with acne, but they may have somebody else who has Uh, another skin condition like rosacea and all that. So they're going to start asking you questions about that and they're going to start driving other audiences to you just because you were able to narrow down your audience and and talk sincerely to that target market. Uh, The other thing I want you to keep in mind is that you are not your audience. You can't rely on your gut feeling of what you like or don't like, it's not you who's buying your product or service, it's your customer. So make sure that you're listening to what their top challenges are, their top pain points are, and not what you think they're, they should be. Uh, it's amazing how when you get out of that mindset, uh, you'll discover quite a few different things that you hadn't even considered before that are more important to your customers than you actually thought they were. And the last thing that I want you to consider is that you can have more than one target audience, but you need to define each one separately. So going back to a skincare example, you could actually have three different audiences, one for dry skin, one for oily skin, and one for normal skin, um, but you would just talk to them differently. Or if you had an audience that was for a healthcare store, you could do a Trader Joe's. You just have to figure out what the thin uh, line is that connects them all together. So now it's time for our first break. And when we come back, we'll dig deeper into some of the key elements necessary to identify your target audience. So stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Uh, before the break, we were talking about the importance of identifying who your ideal customer or target market is, and also to make sure that you leave some of your prejudgments as to who they are at the door. Um, you may miss something important if you don't, if you take, if you think that you're narrowing it down too much, or you know your audience already. Just keep an open mind. Uh, when we're going through this exercise. And so next, what we're going to do is we're going to take a closer look at what information you're going to need in order to uh, identify who your ideal customer is. So keep in mind that now your goal should always be to answer the question, how do I, as a business owner, fulfill the needs, solve the problems, or simplify my customer's life? Um, So... If you are in a business-to-consumer market, some of the demographics that you need to know are age. And when we talk about age, um, you can give a range, but I would tend to keep that range within 10 years or so. So instead of saying uh, all 20 to 50-year-olds, I would say 40 to 50 or 45 to 50 because A 20-year-old, if you're talking about skincare, let's go back to our skincare example. A 20-year-old has uh, different needs and different challenges than a 50-year-old. A 20-year-old may still be dealing with teenage acne, whereas a 50-year-old is looking at uh, reducing the aging results of, of skin of their skin so those are very different needs and wants and and uh, you're going to have to address them differently so as I said keep it within maybe five to ten years uh, for an age demographic if your product is gender pers- uh, specific you need to identify who who the gender is and yes there is a difference between men and women and Uh, how they think about products, and even if they're using the same product, they may have different needs and challenges and all that, so you need to make sure that you identify the gender. Uh, Does income come into play? So is your product or service geared towards a higher-end income? So if that's the case, then somebody making $25,000 a year may not, in fact, be your target audience. Um, what is their occupation or the industry that they're in? Are they married? Do they have kids? Um, do, are they taking care of their parents? Again, uh, geographical location. Are they in the U.S.? Are they in a different country? Um, do they travel a lot? So, so geographic location doesn't uh, make much of a difference. Uh, does their level of education make a difference? Um, what are their buying habits? Um, where do they do their shopping? Do they do a lot of their shopping online? Do they go down to the malls? How do they buy their clothes? What do they what do they do with their buying habits? And then you want to look at things like their hobbies and their interests. 
what books do they read? What movies do they like to see? Where do they go on vacation? Uh, what brands do they follow? Who are their heroes or their idols? And just really, you want to get into the mind of your customers so that you can relate to them on an emotional level as well as a, an intellectual level. And you also want to look at some of their core values. So things like, is family important? Um, are material, is material status important? That sort of stuff. So um, those are just a couple of the demographics that you're going to need to know if you're in a business-to-consumer market. And then if you're in a business-to-business market, um, you have some demographics there as well. And in that case, you're looking at the types of business uh, that you're marketing to, uh, what's the industry size, how many employees they have, does the, the number of employees matter to your product or service, uh, what are their gross sales, what are their gross revenues, um, does that matter? So, for example, if you only sell to high-end manufacturing and they have to have um, $200 million worth of revenue, you don't want to target those, those smaller businesses that may be under a million dollars. So you need to keep that in mind. For businesses, again, uh, graphic lo- geographic location is really important because you want to make sure that you're answering their needs and wants. So if they're national, they'll have different needs than if they were just a local mom and pop business. And again, you're want you're going to want to look at their core values. How do they treat their employees? Um, is customer service really important to them? Are they uh, involved in the community? Are they philanthropic? Um, and just really get to know who that company is uh, in their personality as a business. And once you get all of those statistics and demographics taken care of, then you want to start asking questions about their motivation. So you're looking at things uh, for both consumers and businesses as what are their goals, what are their challenges, um, what are their pain points, what do they worry about, what keeps them up at night, um, what are their top problems, and this is one of my favorite questions is, if money were no object, what would you buy to solve the problems that they have? That'll give you a real good key as to whether or not your product and service would help them solve that problem. And then this is another really good question that I love is what do you wish others understood about you? We all have those moments when we're either talking to a customer service rep or somebody on the phone um, for the umpteenth time and uh, the thought goes through your head that says, you know, if they just only understood that I've been through this 12 times before and I understand what they're saying and everything they're saying is not working and all I want them to do is this, um, that's the kind of information that's going to be really important for you so that you can address those things and get in front of your competition. After you've talked about some of their motivation, some of the other topics that you want to consider as you put together this target market and your description of your ideal customer are objections to buying your product or service. This is important because um, you have to get you have to figure out how to get over those objections. 
what are their fears in making that decision? Is it uh, price-based? Is it is your product or service too costly to have they uh, come up with a, a mental process that because you're so cheap, the product or service is, is cheap or inexpensive and it's not going to work the way it's supposed to? Um, do they have a fear that if they it, it's a big leap of faith to take a uh, part in your product or service. Um, those are things that you need to consider when when you have objections to buying your product or service. Some of the other things that you need to consider is their role in the purchase process. Are they the decision maker or the influencer? If you're talking to consumers and you're selling um, some great uh, new product that teenagers want, uh, the teenager may not be the buyer, they may be the influencer. So you're going to have to talk to both the decision maker and the influencer, and you need to figure out how you're going to do that. And then the other thing that I like to do is I like to come up with some sort of quote or saying that will remind me specifically of uh, this ideal customer avatar or your target market. For example, um, one of my biggest sayings, and I say this to all my customers and all everybody I meet, is that I'm all about the fact that marketing doesn't have to be expensive to be effective. So you might want to find what your quote is or what your saying is that goes and uh, with your ideal customer avatar. The other thing that you need to make sure that you consider is that vocabulary is very important when you're talking to your customer. Don't use technical jargon. Um, It's what I call the alphabet soup of every industry. There are so many acronyms that go with each industry and some of them mean something to one person and some of them mean something else to, to another industry. And make sure that you're just defining your terms the same way. For example, if um, my client says that uh, they're part of the AMA, well, to me, the AMA is the American Marketing Association. To a doctor, it could be the American Medical Association. To a CEO, it could be the American Management Association. And I'm sure that there's a whole bunch of others there. So you really need to make sure that you're defining your terms exactly the same. And some of the questions that you can ask about vocabulary are how do you describe your product or service? And what are the keywords or phrases that they use regularly? Because you're going to want to make sure that you incorporate that vocabulary that they're using, not the vocabulary, the techie vocabulary that you use um, within your business or within your industry to communicate with them. And in that way, you're going to be able to uh, resonate with them when you're talking about all of your marketing content and communicating to them the uh challenges that you're helping to overcome, the needs that you're fulfilling, and how you're simplifying their life. So it's really important that you take a good look at the vocabulary that you're using um, when it comes to putting your uh, your uh, customer, uh, your ideal customer together. So the other thing that you might want to do is you might want to look at what they're searching for. Um, a lot of time, and we're talking about keyword research. Um, so whenever we have a question these days, we go to Google 
and it's become our go-to source for finding out things. So you can type in what your customers are searching for and you can type their keyword phrase and see what auto-populates. And, and when we come back, I'm going to give you a tip as to how to find out um, more that, uh, about that topic. So uh, it's time for our next break. And when we come back, we'll give you those instructions and show you a little bit of a, a tool that you can use to find some more information out. And then we'll put together your I ideal customer avatar. So stay tuned. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411MarketingSolutions.com forward slash radio. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we were talking a lot about the information that you need to really understand your target market and start building your customer avatar. And so now we're going to rack up wrap up that discussion and uh, then talk about how what you need to 
build your avatar and I'm going to walk you through how to put that all together. So before the break, we were talking about how Google is the go-to source for finding out what answers to your questions. And a lot of times you'll, I don't know about you, but I go to Google and I'll type in, how do I do X, Y, Z? And I'll start getting, and Google will start auto-populating and all that. Well, there's a really cool trick that you can do to find out um, what customers are typing in or what potential customers are typing in to talk about your uh, topic or your product or service. And what that is, is you can type in how to asterisks and then whatever your keyword phrase is. So for me, I might type in how to asterisk social media. And uh, you'll get a couple of auto-populates from Google. You may get four or five as they auto-populate. But, uh, and, and that's probably not enough to really understand what people are typing in to find out more about your product or service. But there's a really cool tool that will give you a lot more answers to that. And it's called the Keyword Tool Dominator. And you can go, and and it's free, um, and you can go to it at uh, www.keywordtooldominator, which is all one word, .com. And all you need to do is choose the Google Autocomplete Keyword Tool on the front page, type in your phrase or your phrase with your asterisks in it, and it'll come up with a, a huge list of terms that you can use to investigate what your, your customers and potential customers are typing in about your products and services. So take advantage of that. Um, and then once you've figured that out, some of the other things that you need to look at when you're putting together your target market and your ideal customers um, is where do they hang out? Um, are they following any blogs? What social media sites do they use the most? Where are they getting their news or their information? And, and the key here is you need to know where they are and providing content for them where, the, where they live. Because if you're not there, they're not going to find you very easily. Um, a lot of my clients say, well, I come up on the search engines with my the name of my company. Well, people aren't searching for your, the name of your company. They're searching for a a version of your product or service. So you need to make sure that you're incorporating that and showing up where they're showing up on social media and uh, in some of the other places that you can go online to find your products and services. Okay, so now that we have all this information and when we've done a little bit of research into who our target market is and our ideal customer, we're going to start building our avatar. And what you need to do here is you need to focus on one specific person. You actually need to name them. So whether you want to call them Connie Consultant or John Q Customer, it doesn't matter. You just need to name them. And then you need to find a picture that represents them. So you can search Google or if you have a picture of somebody who actually looks like your ideal customer, choose that picture, or you can choose a, an animated avatar or something like that. But the point here is that you want to make sure that when you build this ideal customer avatar uh, profile, you have in mind that picture of that person. 
Um, and then once you get that all taken care of, you're going to develop a backstory for them. So you're going to take a look at what their age is. And yes, you're going to have to actually choose a how old they are rather than just a range of age. You might want to think about, okay, what's, what's their eye color? What's their hair color? Are they married? Are they single? Do they have children? Um, what their occupation is? What their income is? And all those questions that we had asked earlier, what are their goals and challenges? Um, where do they get their sources of information? Um, what worries them? And you also want to make sure that you include how does your product or service help them meet their goals or challenges, or how does it alleviate their worries? So uh, I think that one of the best ways for me to help you understand what an ideal customer avatar is, is to actually share with you uh, one of my customer avatars. So here we go. Um, the name of this avatar is Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane is 45 years old. She has brown hair and brown eyes, and she's been married for 20 years to Jake, and yes, I did name her husband, and her three kids. James is 19, Katie is 16, and Sam is eight. Uh, they live in suburbia, um, which is also known as Orange County, California. Uh, her income is uh, she makes about $100,000 a year herself, and her husband makes about $150,000 a year. So it's a $250,000 uh, household income. Um, Sarah Jane was the vice president of business development at a good-sized company, but when they downsized, she decided to go off on her own and is now coaching and consulting for various small businesses in, in the area. Her core values are she loves to give more than you need, uh, trust is very important, and family comes first. So when it comes to some of her uh, likes and dislikes and hobbies, she loves uh, mystery and suspense novels. She's addicted to 60s and 80s pop music. Uh, she loves watching The Amazing Race, Shark Tank, Designated Survivor, and Criminal Minds. And secretly, she's a Trekkie. I hate to say it, but she is. Um, and uh, as part of her business, she, t she tends to uh, go to mixers, uh, Chamber of Commerce mixers, and events that are put on by the Chamber of Commerce. She also is a, a member of the National Association of Women Business Owners. Um, so she gets involved in her community and she does a little bit of networking. And when I ask her what uh, she worries about and what keeps her up at night, this is her response. I made a good salary in my corporate job, but now I feel like I'm in free fall. We have three kids that are be going to be going to college and my salary was to take care of their college funds. Now I'm barely bringing in enough to cover their expenses. I know I am good at what I do. I'm just having trouble figuring out how to get people to trust me and even find new clients. Uh, some of her challenges are, and, and this is in her words, are marketing and social media. And she says, I know, I feel so stupid. Posting on Facebook is easy, but when it comes to my business, I don't know what to say or do. 
And uh, we asked her the question, what do you wish companies and providers understood about you? And she said that I love to learn and I'm willing to do what it takes. Just don't go too fast or assume I'm a techie. Give me information in small pieces so that I can learn in snippets, ask questions, and make sure that it's easy to find the information again so I don't have to go back through everything to do so. So with this description, I I hope you're getting a picture of now I know exactly who my ideal customer is, some of their pain points, and what we need to do to uh, what I need to do to talk to her about it and how my my services are going to help alleviate some of those challenges that she's facing. So the next step is to test your avatar. You um, want to test drive it with some customers and potential customers. So you can start with your customer base if you have one. Make sure that you just don't uh, go and ask good customers to evaluate what you've done. Uh, you also need to talk to those customers that you wish you could fire or that are problem customers because they will give you a lot more feedback as to what you need to do differently in order to make them turn them into your better customers. Um, include prospects who don't uh, either don't use your product or service or don't know a lot about your company because you'll get a different perspective. You may get a competitor's perspective from them. And also ask your network uh, to refer some people who they think may um, be willing to be interviewed. And then for successful interviews, you might want to uh, make sure that you don't rule out incentives. You might need to pay for lunch or or uh, coffee or something, um, make it clear to them that it's not a sales call and be flexible. You want to work around their schedule as much as possible. And also, uh, you need to thank them for uh, what you've, what they've done for you and the information that they've provided. Send them a little thank you letter afterwards. Some of the questions that you want to ask during those interviews, you want to ask them to tell you about a little bit about themselves. So you're looking again for those basic demographics to compare to what you've put together to make sure that it it matches. Uh, You might want to ask them what their typical day looks like. Um, You might want to tell them what your, your new idea is and ask some questions regarding that idea. Um, And if they aren't using your product or service, you can ask them who they're using for that, what's working, what's not working, what are their frustrations, what are their biggest challenges, Um, and then talk about some of their hobbies and and likes and dislikes. So ask what's your favorite movie, um, what's your favorite vacation place, that sort of stuff, so that you're testing what you've already put together against reality. So now it's time for our last break. And when we come back, we'll wrap up our discussion on creating your ideal customer avatar and talk about what's coming up on marketing that won't break the bank. So stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. 
At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. We've covered an awful lot of ground today in identifying your target market and building your ideal customer avatar. So let's do a brief recap and highlight some of the key concepts that we've talked about today. So why did we do this? Um, We did it so that you can understand your audience better and to connect with them not only on an intellectual level, but on an emotional level so that you could walk a mile in their shoes. And you want to make sure that you direct all of your communications, whether it's ads, blog posts, content on your website, to your avatar. You want to make sure that you're answering the question, how do you fulfill their needs, solve their problems, or simplify their life. So when it comes to your target market and your ideal customer avatar, um, it all depends on how well you define your customer, and that will determine how effective and expensive your marketing efforts are. That was one of the things that we talked about at the very beginning, is that the more general you are with your target market, the harder it is to be able to connect with your audience and you're going to have to put a lot more time and effort and money into um, selling your products and services rather than if you were able to narrow your audience and talk specifically to that ideal customer avatar. Uh, The second thing that we talked about was making sure that you leave some of your prejudgments as to who your ideal customer is at the door. Don't be afraid to narrow your market. You're going to be able to draw in people who may not have the similar um, challenges or needs of your specific customer avatar or 
um, but they will be able to identify with it. So you will attract others into your um, into your target market. You need to make sure that you know more than just the the statistics about your customer. Um, You need to really be able to see things from their point of view. And again, you can have more than one target market, but you need to be able to identify them individually. So again, we go back to that skincare example where um, people with dry skin, normal skin, and oily skin all have different needs and wants and challenges, and you just need to be able to identify each of them and talk to those markets directly. And the and one of the last things that I want you to really remember is that this is a dynamic exercise, and you need to uh, revisit the ideal customer avatar exercise often to make sure that nothing has changed. Particularly today, with the rate of change in the um, on the internet, there are things that are going on that uh, it can change daily. So you need to make sure that your customer avatar is up to date and that you are addressing their needs, wants, and challenges so that you don't you don't start spinning your wheels as to what you're doing. Um, and then, again, for all your marketing efforts, you should think about what your ideal customer avatar would do. So in my case, I have to say to myself every time I put together a new project or, or marketing campaign, what would Sarah Jane do? What does she need to know? How would she react to this? And then just craft all my messages and advertising around those concepts. And so we've made it. We, I know this is a lot to take in all at once, but it's really important because you want your marketing uh, efforts to be successful. And just to help out, I have put together some worksheets to get you through this process. Uh, you can get them by signing up at 411marketingsolutions.com slash radio. Um, once you get on the email list, we'll email you out those worksheets and some instructions on how to put everything together. Uh, I'll give you a list of um Uh, sources that you can use, kind of like the keyword domination tool that we talked about earlier to get some of the information and where to look for it. And then I I do apologize. We've gone through this whole thing uh, and usually we have time for questions and answers, but we didn't have time today. So I'm sure that this has generated a lot of questions for you um, about what we've covered and you want some answers. So please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com and I will answer your questions as quickly as I can. Um, So now let's take a look at what's coming up for marketing that won't break the bank. Uh, So next week, uh, I'm really looking forward to our topic because it's one of those that's near and dear to me as well. Um, We've talked about the fact that uh, marketing isn't just online, it's also in person. So uh, the title of next week's episode is Networking Isn't Just an App, uh, Building Your Offline Networking Network Marketing. And my guest is going to be Charlie Woodward with uh, Good Circle Insurance. And he is a dear friend of mine. Uh, We actually met at a networking event and have been networking together for about the last eight years or so in various capacities. We've been on leadership teams together and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to talk about some of the groups that you want to explore, um, how to get involved in 
in networking with others and using them as your sales force to promote your products and services to others and also some of the top networking do's and don'ts. So uh, please make sure that you mark it on your calendar for next Wednesday and we'll take a look at that and you're gonna we're gonna have a blast with that one. Now, if you would like to receive updates on uh, upcoming shows and the bonus materials like I've put together for this episode, please sign up for our email list at 411marketingsolutions.com slash radio, and we'll get all that information to you. And then if you have any comments or suggestions for topics you would like to hear in the future, please don't hesitate to email me at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. And again, I'm you are my target audience. You are my ideal customer. So I need to have some feedback from you as to what you would like to hear because I've put together a list and maybe my list doesn't match what you want to hear. So I'd really like to hear from you. Um, and also, uh, just so that you know, if you sign up for our email list, Um, I am putting together a closed Facebook group for uh, marketing that won't break the bank. And if you want to join that Facebook group, um, you just need to sign up for the list and we'll get that taken care of too. Uh, We have a lot coming up on future episodes. Um, We have uh, the vice, the president elect for our local chamber of commerce is going to talk about uh, what's going on with getting involved in the community and how that can help your business and and the easy ways that you can do that. Um, we're going to talk about things like um, video and uh, live streaming and how that's important for your business these days. So there's a lot coming up on future episodes that I'm really getting, uh, getting excited about sharing with you. So... Um, I hope that that's it, and I just want to make sure that you remember that this is not just what we talked about today is just not an exercise that you need to go through. It's something that should be a living and breathing document, um, and uh, you should use it every day, especially when you're talking about your marketing and putting it into practice. So I want to take the time to say thank you for joining us today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I really hope that it's been informative and you've come away with some new ideas to market your business. And I hope that you're going to have a great week and we'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.